Hello online world, this is Off the Record with Migs Bustos and Cheska Litton Kalao. Very special guest partner, take it away. Alright, so since this is our season ender for the third season of Off the Record with Migs and Cheska, we were talking about what kind of lineup we wanted, and I feel like we got our dream lineup for the finale. So True. we just had Coach Jong Chico, uh, Olsen Rosella, and of course, Danny Odefonso, the legends of the San Miguel Beermen run in the uh, 90s and early 2000s. And now we have someone who is a very familiar face to all basketball fans in the Philippines. And of course, she is one of the hosts of NBA Inside Stuff. And she also has a podcast with uh, Candice Parker called uh, Ledlow and Parker, uh, Parker and Ledlow, rather. Please welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Kristen Ledlow. Kristen, thank Hi, you Kristen. so much. Hi, <laughs> Hi Kristen. Hey, I, I I was watching, you know, the, the the last few minutes of your last interview and feeling like, oh man, I'm not gonna be able to follow that up. So thank you oh, so much for having me. <laughs> thank, thank you, thank you, so thank you so much. I know course. it's more I mean it's early morning where you are. I mean it's earlier where I am, but still. <laughs> Yeah, but for, how have you been? I mean, you kind of just got back from maternity leave. Congratulations! Yeah, thank you so much. It's only been, I guess, just a few weeks that I've been back at work, and and yeah, I, you say it's early morning. It, I've been up now for like, like with a baby. What is early? I mean, what time is it? I've been up for like five and a half hours. <laughs> you know, so I'm sweating that part. Uh, but no, it's it's been incredible. These have been just the most precious days, and now it's figuring out how to do work well on top of that as well. <gasps> All right, Kristen. Just for context, uh, the gentlemen that we had earlier, there are you know legends uh, in Philippine basketball. They had a, a club team called San Miguel Beermen, and they had the they have, still have a huge fan base. Uh, talking about that. And uh, also, uh, well, I was just telling up the context of that interview earlier, but as much as Filipinos are really excited about those teams, about Filipinos and basketball players, when we announced that you were going to be guessing on the show, do you know that you have a huge fan base here also in the Philippines? <laughs> that yeah. is true. That is true. It's, it's funny because... I I have gathered that over the years, not because it's me, but because... NBA fans in the Philippines are as incredible as they are. And it was, I think, the first season of NBA Inside Stuff that a friend of mine who was traveling to and from the Philippines sent me a photo um, on his flight. And and Inside Stuff was one of like the top shows you could choose to watch like on demand on your flight. And I was like, what? Like what <laughs> I, I couldn't believe that that was even a thing. And, and now as just the years have, have gone on, I have certainly had incredible interactions with fans in the Philippines. Um, but without a doubt, and I've said this no less than a dozen times on several media outlets, 
the NBA fans in the Philippines are unmatched. Like there's just nothing like it. And so to get to play just sm some small role in that and to get to feel that kind of love uh, for a thing that they already love so much, just because I get the chance to cover it is, is a really, really cool thing. Yeah, my friend and fellow courtside reporter, Carla, was actually uh, out there during the summer games and she tweeted, she was like, I can't believe I'm breathing the same air as Kristen Ledlow. And you actually <laughs> replied to her and said, please come say hi. She ran, but security did their job a little too well. No. And they squirted. <laughs> is that what happened? Yes, that is what happened. So I, ha I, ha I owe it to her to tell you this story because she really tried. But yeah, security stopped her and she was like, no. I am devastated. <laughs> I mean, they, they obviously are there to do that particular. Yes, I know. I guess I should it's have given everybody the heads up. I, I can't believe, oh no. I can't believe. Because now that you mention it, I remember that conversation with her on Twitter. Yes. And then I, I don't remember how it ended. So that's how it ended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it ended with security. Oh yes. no! I how can we make this up to her? <laughs> I hope she's watching right now. Though kind of you get that kind of response from Filipino fans. You get that kind of love from Filipino fans. It's oh, not just about the game, it's also about the people so who cover the games that we watch on TV all the time. And um, when you. I mean, obviously, I, I met you, quote unquote, when I interviewed you years ago on my other show. And you have gone on to um, expanding from TV to your podcast with Candace Parker. And it's just nonstop. But you're still juggling all these things. And on top of that, you're a new mother as well. Um, how, do you, how do you even take care of a new baby? stay on top of what's been going on in the playoffs um, and still have the time to do interviews uh, like this. So thank you. <laughs> One of the keys is wearing your pajama pants, no matter <laughs> what you're doing, like behind the desk, just keep pajamas on from the waist down and then you right. cut the getting ready time. <laughs> so that's one of my keys. Um, but you know, what's funny is, I remember a girlfriend of mine saying several years ago, and it was long before I was trying to do a good job balancing my work and my life. Um, she said, you know, balance implies that there are two things of a somewhat equal weight. You know, there's there's a balance here. And so she said, you know, work-life balance is that's it's it's not a thing, you know, because one of these entities is significantly heavier. And I remember hearing that and and it it settling somewhere in my heart and mind. But again, it it didn't seem to apply to to many of my days where my work was my life. And and now it's not, you know, and, and, and so to me now, it's not about like, okay, how do I juggle all of this? How do I balance doing this really well and also doing this really well? It's you know, like this right here at home is undoubtedly what I am called to do well. And everything else is going to stem from the confidence that I'm gaining, learning to do that first, you know? And so, so it, it, I just, I've let go of trying to, to balance it all. Um, and when, it undoubtedly becomes overwhelming from time to time. It's really still just talking about basketball on TV. 
And that's yeah. a really cool and fun thing and not something worth getting overwhelmed over. Um, and and so that, I mean, that's that's kind of the, the mentality I'm taking as we ask these players all the time, what's the mentality, you know, heading into something important. That's kind of the mentality <laughs> I'm taking heading into this season of life. So let's go to, uh, to let's go back to David's question. So which NBA and WNBA players do you enjoy watching? Yeah, no, those are great questions. Um, I'll start in the WNBA because you talked a little bit about my podcast with Candace Parker. Candace was one of my favorite players to watch long before she and I did a podcast project together. I, I was actually nervous the first time that I was going to meet her. And then when I was told we were you know, going to be working together, she was one of the, and if, so let me rewind a little bit further. Every March when Grant Hill inevitably goes to call the NCAA tournament, we would have guest co-hosts come on and host inside stuff. I don't know if you guys remember any of those episodes, but typically I would give them a list at the start of the year of just a few people, you know, that I thought would be cool to, to co-host with. And a couple years in a row, I had included Candace on that list. Again, not thinking she's got a ton of time to like fly to where I am and do that. Uh, but she said yes to one of them. And so I remember being like, I'd only met her one time before that. And I was not cool about it at all. I was really giggly and like hugged her and stuff. So I was like, okay, I'm going to be cool this time. And, you know, so the first time that we worked together was co-hosting Inside Stuff several years ago. And then when I found out that we were going to get the chance to host a podcast together and, and we got to, to brainstorm kind of the conception of the entire show and, and to get to work together, she was in my mind, just this superstar who had, had, changed the game of basketball in so many ways. Um, but then for her to become not just a coworker, but a friend, it's made it even more exciting to, to watch her now and to root for her even harder. Um, my son is only five months old and he already has the new Chicago sky gear to, to root for her along the way. Um, so she was and is always one of my favorites. Uh, Maya Moore as well has always been one of my favorites long before I got to know her. And the same goes for Lisa Leslie. Um, and in the NBA, let's see. It sounds like an obvious answer, but anytime that you get to watch LeBron James play basketball is a pretty stunning thing. I, you know, like it's it doesn't ever get old to me. Like you, you would think that it would after this was like the eighth season, I think, that I've been doing this job, maybe the ninth. But so he's been, you know, the the best that entire time. And 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 so you would think that it would maybe get old and it just never does. Um, and same with Steph Curry. Steph is so fun to watch because, I mean, well, you guys watch him. You know why he's fun to watch. Uh, but a really cool thing about getting to cover um, his games is just his relationship with the fans in the arena. Like, there's just, I don't think there's any response like that to any other player, the way that he's laughing and talking to them and, and shimmying into the crowd and the way that they respond. It's just, it's, it's just such an incredible thing to see. Um, so yeah, those are just some of the ones that, that come to the top of my mind. Okay. We have a question from Troy. Are you friends with any NBA players? 
And which NBA players do you think will switch teams this offseason? Lillard? Ooh. Ooh. That's a great question also. I also think this part of the comment. You were used to seeing my hair blonde in the past. I will tell you, this color is born out of necessity, not really out of, ooh, I'm going to try something different and look a little sassy head back to work. It's, no, this is a lot easier to maintain. And I'm a mother now. And we just came off of a year of being pregnant during a pandemic. So, Surprise! I have brown hair now and bangs. Um, but as far as, well, let's see, the first part of the question, are you friends with any, any NBA players? Um, yeah, of course. You know, you spend a ton of time um, around these guys, and there are stretches of the season that I spend more time with some of them than I spend with my own family. So, so yeah, of course, you know, there are friendships birthed out of that. And one of them is the second part of your question, uh, Damian Lillard. Do I think that he's going to go anywhere? I, I Listen, this is not any insider information. This is not the inside stuff pun uh, <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. Um, if it were me, I don't know how long I would stay unless I saw some reason to think that the level of play I was bringing to the table was going to be matched by the supporting staff and cast around me. So again, I, it, he thinks probably differently than I do, uh, but if I were him, and this is just for spitballing here, right? Why not? He's from <laughs> Oakland. Why not? Yeah. Give the Warriors a try. You know? I don't know. One of the greatest things about Dame is just his undying, unwavering loyalty. So I don't really see him going anywhere apart from maybe where he's from. But I would love that fit, and I'd love to watch those guys go on a run. David says, thank you, Kristen, for asking my question. You are my favorite NBA presenter. Oh, thank you. That's very sweet. Thank you, David. We have a couple of questions. Oh, comment. Okay, so Sydney says, we need a new episode of Ledlow and Parker, please. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> let me at least explain that. Thank you so much for listening and or watching however you were consuming that content. The way that our schedules lined up this year, I was... Pregnant, 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 pregnant. Okay, had a baby. Maternity leave, maternity leave, maternity leave. Okay, it's time to come back. And now Candace is headed to Chicago for her WNBA season. <laughs> so it was a little bit difficult to get Ledlow and Parker back off the ground this season. But thank you so much for taking the time to listen to it. We just had a blast with that project. All right. And uh, say, Alonzo, who is the friendliest NBA player to interview and who's the toughest? Those are great questions. The friendliest. It's funny because when you when you said that, one of the first names that came to mind, and I'm not sure, I guess he's just been so friendly for so many years now that we've worked together. Kyle Lowry comes to mind just every time that we have the chance to to speak to one another. Like he just comes over in a good mood. Like, and I know that you can't be in a good mood every day, you know, like, but but <laughs> always just so friendly to sit down and talk to um, Draymond Green as well, which I'm sure not a lot of people would guess if you've only watched him on the court, that perhaps he's one of the friendliest off the court, but he is. Um, yeah, I, those are just a couple of the ones that come to mind. Toughest, uh, you know, realistically, 
these guys kind of have to answer questions as part of their job, but not all of them want to answer questions as part of their job. So I'm not going to name any names because I would imagine that would make a tough interview even tougher. Yeah. But I think you could probably watch some of the interviews and guess who I'm referring to. <laughs> Comment by Santi Edrelin. He says, first of all, I am a big fan you always answer comments when you have time my question is what do you think of danny ainge stepping down from the boston celtics and being replaced by brad stevens yeah thank you so much for for the the kind words off the top as well i try my best to answer as many comments as i can um yeah I, you know that's a great question um i'll be interested to see who they choose to be their next head coach as well because you have to consider moves made in the nba in relation to the expectation for any given franchise. So if the expectation is to try to make the playoffs, okay. But the Boston Celtics have an expectation that they're going to compete for championships. And so after you try any given recipe for several seasons, then it's most likely time to, to change it up. And, and several of the things that Danny said about the reasons why he's stepping away resonated deeply with me. And, and certainly want to congratulate him on, on what's been just an incredible career as an icon in and around the game of basketball. And I'm excited to see what, what coach now – what do you call them when they become not, co I'm still going to call them coach Brad Stevens. Mm -hmm. Anytime anyone has ever been a coach, I continue to call them coach until the end of time. So I'm excited to see what coach Stevens is going to do, um, you know, in the front office, but I'm really eager to see who they're going to, to, to bring in as the head coach, because that I think is going to be the most important piece to stepping into this new season of Celtics basketball. And I don't mean just new season, like season this coming fall. I mean, just new ongoing season of what the Celtics are going to be moving forward. Uh, no Lakers, no Warriors, no Heat in the, in the finals yeah. uh, for the first time in forever. Uh, were there any, okay, what were the biggest surprises for you in this year's playoffs? <sighs> I mean, well, everything you just said so far, you know, the <laughs> fact that like, here, let me pull this up actually on my phone because I saw this like crazy, um, last night as I was, you know, should have been sleeping instead of going through stats on my phone. Um, it, it was just like a list of the last NBA championships for any of the teams that were left in the playoffs. Like the Sixers haven't won since 1983. The Bucks haven't won since 1971. The Hawks haven't won since 1958. And the rest of everybody has never won one. So it's it's actually a really good – and then it was just like Suns, Nets, Clippers. Like yeah. never, never, never. I mean, it's actually a pretty cool statistic when you think about it because so often we're looking at the teams that are competing as these perennial powerhouses and, and, and the majority of the story of the NBA can be told by summing up those, you know, the the, the super teams that, that were – dynasties you know we talk about the conception of the super team but look throughout the history of the nba it's always been defined by dynasties so to be able to look down at that and say wow okay we're gonna have a fan base that hasn't i mean this generation has not experienced a championship with any one of these fan bases that are left so i'm really excited as far as that is concerned i was surprised and have to admit i'm a little bit bummed out that we're not going to get to see LeBron this playoffs. We're not going to get to see Steph this playoffs. We're not going to get to see Jimmy Butler this playoffs. We're not going to get to see any more Luca this playoff. Like 
those things surprised me. Uh, but when you consider the course of what has been the last year and a half, it was probably yeah. time for some rest as well. Mm-hmm. Kristen, this was sent to me by my best friend by oh, okay. uh, WhatsApp. His name is Robin, brother. Uh, Robin, I uh, hope you're here and watching this. He knows that you are a, a big Space Jam slash Lola Bunny fan. He is hoping, <laughs> will you be in Space Jam 2 or in any way or any form by Robin? I had a feeling that that would come up. And I was like, oh, well, as long as it doesn't come up on the, I'll be able to see the comments and I'll be able to dance around the answer in my head. But that came directly from your best friend on your phone. So there's no really dancing around this. I I'm sorry about that. You, I am okay. not Lola Bunny. I am not the voice of Lola Bunny. I had nothing to do with oh, man. Lola Bunny. <laughs> um, but I also have had the opportunity to get to be a little part of what's going on with Space Jam 2. So that's all I can really, that's all I can, yeah. That's, but, so, <laughs> watch it. It'll be in theaters and streaming and, you know, all of those things. So, yeah. That's all we need. Thank you, Christina, for, yeah, for answering that. that. the best way to answer that? I don't know. Yeah, that's I mean, fine. That's fine. Yeah. We, will, we will push the envelope. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, I think that's like, <laughs> the only way I can answer We're, it right now, but also like this time next month, I'll be able to, get, how about I'll come back on the show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I no. we will have you back. Answer after <laughs> mid July. <laughs> yes. Yes. We would love to have you back, of for, course. For now, for now, we're just going to pick through the context clues and we're just going to go from there. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yes. Rewind it like it's a Taylor Swift music video. Listen for all the hints <laughs> I may have dropped. No, I didn't. I didn't drop any hints. <laughs> and that's him. That's Robin. He says, thank you. Boom. Kristen Ledlow exclusive. That's Robin. <laughs> <laughs> all right jessica all right and of course um when you went sorry i i do need to ask when you went back to work did it feel different or was it just like you'd got right back into the groove yeah oh i'm so glad you asked that um because there's just so many moving parts in our hearts and minds when we're stepping back into the same role but it feels like everything's different you know, I, I, I described that to one of my coworkers uh, just recently. One of my coworkers named Dwayne Wade. I think you guys know him. Um, but I was describing. <laughs> oh, he's your favorite, isn't he? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's been an emotional roller coaster. Yeah, well, you'll so. <laughs> be glad to know you and he think very similarly because that was the exact question that he asked. He just said, "Do you?" F-? I can't remember exactly how he worded it, but it was it was something to the effect of like how do you feel now that everything's different, but you come back here and it, it, it it's like, everything's the same, you know? And, and that's really just the best way to sum it up because it's the same seat that I've been sitting in since I was 25, which is crazy. And, and at 25, it's like, you don't consider that your life is ever going to look any different than it does at 25, <laughs> you know? And, and so to, to be so many seasons out of that, and now to be uh, to be sitting in the same seat, but to feel like anything but the same is, I don't know. I think I'm still, maybe when I come back on the show to talk about Space Jam 2, I'll give you a better answer with that one as well. Because I, I, I think I'm still like, it's like I'm still just feeling all of it. 
you know, like it's only been a couple of weeks. And so I'm still figuring out how to, to be what I am here in my home and, and then how to go be that, you know, how to change clothes and be that again, only changing clothes from the waist up. It saves a ton of time, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's still, it's like, I'm still navigating all of it. And, and I don't know if I'll ever have a better answer for you, but that's my answer for now. Uh, Kristen, I'm very curious. What's it like working with legendary broadcasters yeah. and broadcasters that are former players as well? Yeah, it's a really cool thing because now, especially um, some of the guys that are retiring and becoming my coworkers are the guys that, that really formed my love around the game. We talk about Dwayne, like he he won a, an NBA championship when I was a senior in high school. I was a 12th grader and he was like winning NBA titles and I was a 12th grader, you know? And, and so, so, so he was part of that era in the NBA that, that I, I, I watched fervently and modeled my game after and fell in love with. And so now that some of those guys as part of that era are retiring and becoming my coworkers, it's, it's, it's surreal in a lot of ways, you know, that, that you walk down the hall and, and there he is, you know, getting ready to, go out there and do the show, you know, it's, it's an incredible thing. And, and one of the things I've said over the years is that I just never want to take for granted that I, I was and am and always will be just a basketball fan first. Like it's never wasted on me that this door was opened for me and I'm standing inside of it with a lot of people who are far more qualified to be standing there than I am. And, and so it's a really, really, special thing for the basketball fan in me that grew up, you know, as a little girl, a head and shoulders taller than everybody else. And and basketball is where I really found my love and started to fit in. Um, so yeah, I, I've talked a lot about Dwayne. Obviously I have other coworkers besides him. Um, I think just Cheska, because you like, he just came to, you know, the forefront of my mind. Um, but no, you know, it's a really cool thing. Like, like Charles was one of my favorite TV personalities long before I was invited into that building, you know. <laughs> and and so to 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 get to see him all the time, and and I, I mean, I I hate that I even dropped any of their names because now I'm gonna start forgetting them. But it, it, it's an incredible thing, really. Like to to be a basketball fan first and foremost, and to get to go into work regularly and see so many of, of the names that, that, that change the game is just something that I never get used to. I never take for granted. Hey there, my name is Chloe. Just dropping by this podcast to tell you that I'm on one too. It's called The Great Connections Podcast. Over there, we talk about the lives of Filipinos overseas at ang descarte sa buhay OFW. So go ahead and listen to The Great Connections Podcast after you finish this episode, okay? The Great Connections Podcast is available on all major podcast platforms. See you there! The Great Connections Podcast. Speaking of colleagues, um, you there was an article I read, I don't know if it was last year, but it was basically um, interviews with you, with Rachel Nichols, with Doris Burke, basically on what it means to be a courtside reporter, uh, your reports from the sidelines and all of that. And your, uh, your story that I remember the most is that you always think that if there is a 
player that's injured, your report is the first thing that his family is going to hear. Um, but when you, when your name is alongside Doris Burke, <laughs> um, people like Doris, people like Rachel, and you, of course, have built a name for yourself and a massive fan base as well. As, as your career progresses, do you still watch your fellow uh, sideline reporters? Do you still learn from them? And do you feel that there are things that they can learn from you as well? Oh, well, first of all, uh, no is the second answer to that. Uh, <laughs> no, they don't. They have nothing that they need to learn from me by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, the names you just listed, no, they do not need to learn anything from me. Um, but yeah, I, oh, of course. I mean, I mean, I watch them always. And one of the the coolest things to me um, was when I was really early starting out in the industry and my first couple of seasons with NBA TV, uh, I, I was only hosting inside stuff. I wasn't doing games and, and at the desk or doing a podcast or anything like that. It was, that was it. I would go in on Saturday mornings and Grant and I would, would film inside stuff and, and that was it. And I'd be back the following Saturday. Um, and it was that early on that those two women, you just mentioned Doris and, and Rachel, reached out to me and they were a couple of a number that did. Um, but I think what struck me is that these are women who, I mean, there's so much confidence is required by the way, to get into a position like that. Like that, the, these are not women who are going to be easily swayed or feel threatened by perhaps what, appears to be a younger version coming along trying to do the same thing like the level of confidence it requires to do those jobs these are not women who are easily swayed and so again it struck me that they reached out to me not only like encouraged me and poured into my career but into my life as well and and they're some of the first ones that reached out to me when I found that out that I was pregnant and when I took months away from work as part of maternity leave. And then when I made the transition back into work as well, because these aren't just female sports broadcasters. These are women who are mothers and they do all of these things and wear all of these hats. And this is just one of them. And, and so it, it's, I say all of that to say like, it was incredible to me when they reached out to me as a younger woman um, learning to work well within the position I had been given. It's so much more incredible to me now that those are the kind of women that my life has aligned with that also know what it is to want badly to work well, but also sometimes not want to be there at all because you'd rather be at home. And, and so getting to know just the many facets of these women is so much more special than simply idolizing them on television like I did for the years before I got the chance to meet them. Yeah, that's Once still again, me now. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. So once again, saying thank you to Kristen. I hope uh thank you so much for your time. I hope you're having fun because 
Jackie and I are having fun, and of course, our our uh, supporters also in off the record are having fun that you are here and around. Thank you so much again, Kristen. Pardon me if I'll have to ask this, just for a Filipino context, of course. Uh, Filipino pride, when you talk about Coach Eric Spolstra, Jordan Clarkson winning Sixth Man of the Year. Yeah, well-deserved. Right, so how is it like, you know, getting to talk to them? And maybe yeah. it's there, yeah. I love it. It's a real, like I said, earlier in the show, but for those who are just joining us, I will repeat, basketball fans in the Philippines are unmatched. Again, I have said it a number of times. I will continue to say it for as long as I'm in this role and perhaps many years afterward, because there's just nothing like it. Um, But what's a really cool thing is to feel represented in a space that you would love and follow anyway. And so to see those guys not only just do the job, but like do it really well. They're among the very best to do it. You know, as you mentioned, Jordan Clarkson is the well-deserving sixth man of the year. And Eric Spolstra is one of the best to ever coach the game as well as just a multi-time, you know, NBA title winning. That was not the right way to say all of that, but, you you know, winning more than one title. Uh, NBA coaches, you know, so so it's a really cool thing. I think that that those that are representing so many are also among the best to do it. All right. I wish we could stretch the show. Our guests today are insane. I wish we could have done this show for two hours or three hours at least. But <laughs> I know you can like a fire if you want, like move them <laughs> off quickly, you know? I don't know. <laughs> I wish we could keep you for much longer, but I know you have a baby and I know you have work. Yes. But um, before we, we do let you go. That's what I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Before we let you go, I mean, you already know that you have a massive fan base in the Philippines. Like people are going, people went crazy when they found out you were guesting on our show. So please, uh, if there is any message that you want to leave us with, go right ahead. Oh, yeah. Is it a bad time to say that basketball fans in the Philippines are unmatched for a third time this show? No. Uh, No, I I just, if... This is the moment that I'm being given to say thank you and to send all of the love back to you that you have given to me over, again, I can't even remember if this was my eighth or my ninth season doing this job and and being in this role, but for every single bit of it from the day that I was named Inside Stuff co-host alongside Grant Hill, which no, I could not believe either. You all have supported me and cheered me on and and celebrated every step in my career. And like I just said about some of the women that I admire most, you all have grown with me as not just my job has grown, but as I've grown as a woman. And you've celebrated those facets of my life as well. And so again, if I'm just being given a moment to give back some of the love that you all have given me for longer than I can count now, then consider this that moment. Thank you. Thank you thank so much. Thank you so much, Kristen. Oh my gosh, thank you. Thank you. Thank really you. do appreciate your time, Kristen. Wait, and we really hope. I, said, I didn't even put on pants. <laughs> <laughs> Pajamas for real. I can yeah. do this anytime. We, we, we are hope to have you back. We your promise after Space Jam 2, though. Yes. Yeah. We yeah. are going to have yes. you back. Thank you, Kristen. Sending You're love from so Carla welcome. Lizardo. Thank you, guys. Sending you all the love as well. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Kristen. Bye. 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 Wow. 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 What a way. Go ahead. 
<laughs> what a way! What a way! What a way! What a way. Our third season. So once again, thank you to Coach Jong, to Danny, to Olsen, and of course to Kristen. Ah, that was. Thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who joined us uh, on our journey for this season. We are going to be taking a little break. But don't worry, uh, stay tuned because we will be posting updates on our uh, comeback for season four. So hopefully right. you guys still join us in our next season. And we hope that you enjoyed our third. I can't believe it's Thank been you. 12 episodes. Wow. Wow. Alam mo, Cheska, maganda yung sinabi ni Kristen na, you know, when she gets to interact with the Doris Burke, Rachel Nichols, and the veteran players, at the end of the day, she's still a fan. She's still a yeah. basketball fan, just like we are, right? I'm, I'm still and a fan. I hear that from you. I hear that from I'm you, Jessica. Still a huge I hear fan. that from you because she's right? she's doing what I've been dreaming of doing. That's like for us. I'm sure you would feel the same way if you interviewed, like even Silla, Charles Barkley or Shaq, like sitting at the like, tiba. It's it's this it, it's this dream that we have, right? Right. And thank you so much. You know, giving us perspective. Kristen Ledlo na yun, ah. Tapos yeah. ganun din yung naiisip niya. So, yeah. galing. Very humble. Very fun yeah. to talk to. Solid episode. Shout out to coaches. Mga idol natin. Danny, Olsen, Jong, Kristen Ledlo. OTR viewers, friends, thank you so much for supporting Season 3. We will just take a short break. We will be back most likely, more or less, next month. Alright? So, we'll just take a short break. Um, Cheska will will will, will uh, Cheska and I will unwind a bit and uh, yeah. kumbaga magrecalibrate kami pagdating ng aming new season. Cheska, final words? Uh just thank you again. It's been a great season. It's been a great journey, and I I can't wait to see what else we can do on the show. Uh, to everyone who's joined us every single Monday for the past three months. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank Tierso, you so much. Special for shout out to Tierso. 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 Thank you. And to everyone uh, watching us on Kumu, to everyone who joined us on Community Stage, thank you so much. Uh, we hope you guys had fun as well. And Migs. All right. See you. There you have it. There you have it. See you. see you right. in the next episode. It's going to be see you in the, you next, in the next season. season. <laughs> bye, guys. Peace and Cheska. Stay safe. God bless. Bye. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. <laughs>